everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fry Dates with the Wife. In these episodes, my wife and I offer an entrepreneurial couple's perspective on living a more fulfilling and meaningful life. We share our little humble opinions and hopefully make you laugh as we navigate the ups and downs of being entrepreneurs and parents. And speaking of fulfillment, if you want to hire me as your coach, head over to robshowcoach.com, fill out an application, and we'll jump on the call to see if we are a good fit to help you create and design your dream life and business. That's robshowcoach.com. Before we get into today's Friday episode, our next Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind event will be in Dubai and Abu Dhabi for the F1 race on November 16th to the 19th. These trips are designed to get you out of your day-to-day around some amazing entrepreneurs and provide bucket list experiences that will have you coming home re-energized to grow your business and bring your life to a whole new level. Head over to workhardplayhardexperience.com and fill out an application. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, Dubai, Murgatroyd. How are you? Now, why am I Dubai, Murgatroyd? Because I couldn't think of anything else. We just booked a trip to Dubai. And that's and what you went with? That's what I went with. By the way, what language does one speak in Dubai? Is it Dubaiese? Is it, is it, this is showing my ignorance. I'm a world traveler. Arabic. I'm going to say it's Arabic. Okay. You have no idea, do you? I literally li- have- I feel like you're judging <laughs> me and you don't know what language they speak either. I'm not judging either. you. I'm well, laughing the, at you. Okay, well then what is the what is the national, is it that? Yeah. What is the national <laughs> language of Dubai? Of the UAE? Probably Arabic. Probably Arabic, right? That's, that's I, again, is so ignorant because we've never been to the Middle East. So this is our first jump and we're going to do recon for Rob's upcoming- Work Hard, Play Hard, Dubai, Formula One event in November of 2022, right? It's going to be amazing. Now, listen, that that is not the reason why we're here. We're here to talk about something really positive, and that is your death. So, I And you're the king of the segue there, honey. I am the king of the segue. Not to be confused with Dean Kamen, who really is the king of the segue, because he created the segue. Mm -hmm. He's from New Hampshire. Do you like that segue? Lives in Manchester. It's okay. Where I grew up. What are we talking about? We're talking about the expiration date, not on the milk, but on you, right? Uh, yes. I have come to realize as I am reaching my own expiration date, I have come to realize that um, focusing on the fact that there is an expiration date for most things in your life actually has a lot of value. So I'll give you an example. So right now <clears throat> we are in this Rob, Kim, Sophia living in Italy thing. You know, we wake up, we take her to, we walk on the cobblestone streets, we take her to school. She goes into the schoolhouse in Tuscany. We have coffee and we live um, this amazing life that we worked really hard to create and we love it. And there are times where it's very stressful. There are times when we are walking down the street and I want to, when the three of us are together and I want to have a conversation with Kim 
And we can't because we have a little person that's going daddy, 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 mommy, 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 daddy, 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 mommy, mommy, mommy. You know what I mean? This is really, really hard. But then I had some perspective. And the perspective is that these kinds of things are very front loaded and they have a expiration date on them. And if you really want to quantify it, she's seven years old now. How many more times do I have? How many more years do we have to do this Rob Kim Sophia thing? 10 max, right? She's seven years old. When she hits 17, 18 years old, she's off. And probably it's argue, it will, could be easily be argued that it's less than that because she'll want to be with her friends. She'll want to take vacations with her friends. Her parents are not going to be so cool anymore. And that time is gone. So while in that moment, it seems like it's forever, it isn't. I will give you another example. We have an aging dog who's 15 years old, who is now you know, basically blinds. She's having, you know, trouble keeping her bladder control, et cetera. And she's nearing the end of her life. So we have to put a diaper on her at night. I've got to, you know, we live in this, in, in, a, in a high rise building here in Florida. I don't know if you call it a high rise. It's a castle. So I don't know what the hell you call it. We live we, in a castle. Did you just in, say we live in a castle? It's, a, it's got a thing on the top. Isn't it a castle? Oh my God. What do you call this building? It, 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 it's it, a tower at best, but it's not a castle. Oh, a castle tower? <laughs> Okay, Rapunzel, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, you made it look like I just took something from Brooklyn and called it a castle. No, it's a it fucking castle. Like, oh, it's not a castle. Okay. We live in a palazzo. Oh, you're really doing better. <laughs> you looked at me, like, what judgment you have? Oh my God. Okay, anyway, I got to go down the castle and I have to- Scaling the sides. Scaling the sides and I got to walk the dog. But the reality is- how many more years do I have? It has an, she has an expiration date. There is an expiration date on this. And part of the reason that we moved to Italy is me realizing the expiration date that we had. You know, I, I've said this before, but I'll, I'll say it again quickly. We were living in California. We loved it. And we had spent some time in Italy and we loved that. And I really didn't know where I wanted to, to live. And the friend of mine said, well, if you only have you know a couple of years left, where would you do it? And the answer for me was an obvious Italy. So we made a decision to move here. And I'm writing a book on what that year, what this year looks like and how it unfolded. And the way that relates to the expiration date is... I'm not living forever. So can I live in California? Of course. Was California great? Yeah. But when you look at it through the lens of an expiration date, you go, well, tomorrow's not fucking promised. Ask Bob Saget that, right? From Full House. No, no issues, no history. Boom, he's dead. Tomorrow for all of us isn't promised. So we have to live the life that we want to live because everything has an expiration date on it. That's my lens. What's your thoughts on it? So it's very difficult to say, I'm going to die someday. Who knows when? Better live it now. I think people say that. And whenever a Bob Saget or someone goes too soon and unexpectedly, everybody puts the quote up. They're like, you, you know, another, another one lost. You know, you never know. You got to live your life now. But then they just move on and they go back and doing what they're doing in the rat race, right? And they don't make any changes. I think the thing that you said today, well, you said it to me the other day, you know, talking about the periods of time that have an expiration date. There's a lot of things when you have a brand new baby, 
that are exhausting, that are difficult, that like the blowouts up all the way up the head, you know, in the middle of the restaurant where like you basically have to dunk the kid in water to clean them. You know, all these little crazy things that the sleepless nights. I really did a great job during those periods of time saying, this is only going to happen for a short time. This this too will pass, right? And I'm going to enjoy every moment, even the hard ones, even the bad ones, because someday they'll be gone. That is exactly what you're talking about with the the expiration date, I think, of the periods of time within your life, the different periods of time, I think are more tangible for someone to look at. Like when I look at, when you said that about Gia, our dog, and you were like, Gia has an expiration date. Like how many walks do we truly have left with her? She's 15 and, and rapidly getting old in front of us. I want to take this dog on every walk. I want her to run free in every park. Like I don't want to have anything left on the table. You know, I saw a thing, Betty White, when Betty White passed, you know, the world told her how loved she was when she was still here. The world gave her everything when she was still here. So when she passed, although sad, there wasn't anything left unsaid or undone. And I think that is such an important thing because with this dog, I'm going to use the dog because it's the easiest one to use. With Gia, I know this dog is going to go out living her best life. And we gave everything we could to her and it was amazing. I know that us moving here to Italy with Sophia, our intention was to raise her in a place that is family focused, that is safe, that is cultured, that has that appreciates art and history. And it's starting to really take effect on her. And we're even if we just live here for the period of time she's in school, I mean, I don't think we're ever leaving, but that would be important because that her school age has an expiration date. The the years of her being impressionable at the rate she's impressionable now has an expiration date. And I'll give you an example. The other day I said to her, I said, what's your favorite type of vacation? Is it one where we go to a resort and there's a pool? Is it when we go somewhere and there's like a pretty beach? Is it when we go to the city? And she said, you know, I really like when we go to cities where there's history and things like the Eiffel Tower or the Coliseum. I really like to see that and learn about that. That would never happen if we didn't move here and, and take these experiences with her now, because she's at the age now that she's impressionable, but, but that age has an expiration date. And so if we were too busy, focused on too many, like I need, I need to climb the next mountain, I need to, someday we'll move to Italy. And we made that someday today and we took action and we did it because we realize there's an expiration date on her impressionable years. There's an expiration date on her school years. There's an there's an expiration date on the number of April vacations we're going to get together and spring breaks because like you said eventually she's going to want to go with her friends and we're not going to be cool anymore. So all of these things, good and bad, have an expiration date and so instead of thinking it in a lifespan because I think that's just too much 
what's the thing around you in the next expiration date that's coming up with your kids or this period of time that you're in where you're not going to get that time back? You can't go back and and give your kid the gift of art history, you know? Or whatever. I do. The word that popped up for me as you were explaining that, and that was beautifully said, is choices. So when there is an expiration date, when, you, when you're truly honest with yourself, and we'll use Italy as an example, when we were truly honest with ourselves, when, when my friend asked me that question, it immediately created different choices. And those choices started to... Uh, manifest in very interesting ways for us. I'll give you a couple of examples. We decided that life is only so long. There's only so much time that Kim and I have with each other. So one of those things is we decided that personally, we want to learn about art, but together we want to experience art together. So we created a day date and our day date was we, there'll be different things each time, but right now where we bought a year pass to the Uffizi Museum and we are walking around looking at Botticelli's and Michelangelo's and Leonardo da Vinci's and learning about them. So when you realize that your life is going to come to an end and perhaps this time in Florence will come and go, although we have no plan on leaving, it makes you look at those choices and decide how you want to live them. Now, what's interesting to me is it would be very easy for somebody listening to this podcast to say it must be nice. Of course, now here you are, you know, talking about living in Tuscany, you know, and um, going to look at Leonardo da Vinci. I got to work, you know, I got kids, I got food on the table. And I would, I would argue for you and whether it's Italy or Prague or somewhere else. And if it's, if Florida. it's, if it's Florida and that's your thing, then, then that's your thing. Once you recognize that there's an expiration, you can't look at it the same way. You can't look at the dog walk the same way. You can't look at your time spent. So I would encourage you to, to do these micro expiration dates. That's what I'm going to call them. Like you just mentioned. Ooh, that's, good. that's a good one. To be able to look and go, how much longer do, like, I'll give you, I'll give you another one that I just thought of when that was such a great thing that you just said. I'll give you another one. We're living in this place that we love right now, right? We're living, we're like Eloise living in sort of like this, well, it is a hotel. In the castle. In the castle. But this has an expiration date. And right now, every we live on the Arno. We open our front windows and we see the river. We see the Ponte Vecchio. We see everything. We see the most beautiful sunsets. But June 1, this is no longer our view, right? And so how do you enjoy it and make the most of where we are living now in between now and its expiration date, right? Yeah, that's right. There's all these little things. So I would encourage you to look at the areas of your life and see what are these small little expiration dates that right now may seem frustrating for you, but understand that it is going to be a very, very quick time in your life and recognizing these expiration dates, we believe will serve you. What I love about this concept is because you recognize and because I recognize that we have a finite amount of time with her at age seven, age eight is going to be different. Nine is going to be different. 10 is going to be different. Every year, it's a little bit different. There's a little more 
independence. There's a little more autonomy. There's a little more, you know, shade of a different color. And so these moments are going to change. And because we recognize that and we are making an an effort and a commitment to go all in on this time with her, our relationship with her is shifting. Let me give you an example. So when we were in California, we would go to dinner and I wouldn't see Rob, you know, for a lot of the day. We'd go to dinner and he'd say, can you please give her an iPad so we can have a conversation? And although reluctantly, we didn't want to give her the iPad, it was really the only way we could have a conversation. But then here, Rob watched a TikTok because all good things come from TikTok. And a dad gave parenting advice and he said, "And well, why don't you give the parenting advice? But he gave parenting advice about asking questions. And Rob took that advice, implemented it at our next dinner. And now you literally can't even force her to take an iPad because she wants to go through this question game with us. And it's created amazing family dinners with family conversation. And then when we hit the point where she's ready to color or have an iPad or whatever, we we give it to her. And we, now we don't feel um, guilty about just shoving her with an iPad at a family dinner. Yeah, this this guy's in, he's an interesting guy. He's on TikTok and he's like, um, the, it's like the parent coach or something is his handle, something like that. And he said, you know, stop asking your kids how school was. It's not going to work. They're going to go fine. And I went, okay, that's true. <laughs> it's exactly what I do. Um, he said, start asking them weird questions. Start asking them, who was the person on the school bus that sat behind you that like fell asleep on the way to school? Does that ever happen? Who's the person that in class is thinks they're the funniest, but they're really not? And I started asking these weird questions and like I could see her... Like her, like she raised an eyebrow. That would be Mary. Why are you asking? I was just wondering. <laughs> Who's the person that, and I just started going off on this. And then the next night she said, I said, do you want to do questions? And she said, just five. And I said, okay, five. And then the next night I said, do you want to do questions? She said, yeah, five. And I did five. And then she said, let's do a bonus one. And that has been going on probably for two months now where there's not a dinner where it's not even, are you asking me questions? It's like we sit down and she looks at me and she's like, let's go. (laughs) But what's also great is the other (sighs) night we switched it and we said, okay, you ask us questions. And so she asked us questions. And what it has created is a family dialogue and really getting to know each other and laughing over a lot of these questions. And so my point of sharing this is without the realization that we have an expiration time on family dinners with Sophia. We know that because we've been through it. We have an older daughter. We know what that's going to look like. And that understanding that that expiration and when we sat down before at family dinners and we tried to have conversation with her, it was, how is school? Fine. Can I just can I just not do this? I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. Like it was like pulling teeth to get a conversation going. And so we just gave the iPad. But now Rob has transformed our family dinners and and 
consequently, our relationships. And so now she looks at it as a fun, engaging family activity, which wait for it is what we should be doing anyway. So hopefully this is landing for everybody. Any final words before we say goodbye? I would just say, look around in your life, the people in the period of time that you're in and find, like acknowledge the expiration date that there is one and find gratitude for where you're at in that moment, even if it's shitty and get excited about where you could take it and get creative about how you can live these moments, these periods of time, instead of looking at like, you know, your final expiration date, instead of looking at that, because that's just too far. It's too far. These, these micro expiration dates, I love that term. Look at these micro expiration dates with your pets, with your parents, with your, if you still have grandparents, with your spouse, with your children, maybe in the community you live in. Like for us, it's, you know, what can we do in this apartment? Like how can we make this the best while we have it? Look at those micro expiration dates and lean in so you don't have any regrets later. There you have it, ladies and germs. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.